Welcome back to the Mental Health Commute with Dr. Walt Duffy and Matt Duffy. Today we thought we would talk about goals, dreams. And the reason is, is when I'm seeing people, and I just talk to people whether it's in treatment or outside of treatment just in general, or you talk to kids. Kids have lots of dreams, what they want to be when they grow up, things that they would like to do. They might be short-term or long-term. But what we often run into are people have some short-term goals. They've given up on what I consider dreams. Or they have a dream, but they have no goals to get to the dream. Or I'll go after my dream, but I'll forget about everything else just to focus on the dream, but everything else goes by the wayside in the meantime. That's what I would like to sort of focus on today, Matt. So to start off with, how do we differentiate a goal from a dream? When I think of a goal, you'll probably have a different answer for this because we think differently. And you're sure on the business side of things, I'm on the clinical side. So when I think of a goal, I think of a time-sensitive target that I'm thinking of. By Friday, I want to be able to have something accomplished. And I'm going to do this to get that done. So it's short-term, where a dream is more of an idea in my head that I have a plan to reach something at some distant point in time. And I have to probably chart out multiple goals to get to that dream. And how am I going to get there? And will I ever get there? Am I going to continue on a path to get there? And that's how I sort of look at the things differently. I think what you said, what dreams don't happen unless you do something to achieve them, right? For most people, I mean, sometimes you win the lottery, right? But you got to buy the lottery ticket. I know, you still got to buy the lottery ticket. So if you have the dream to win the lottery, but you never buy a lottery ticket, you're just hoping that someone shows up on your door and, and hands you a bunch of money as a stranger, right? Dreams tend not to happen. Goals tend to happen. Are you talking long-term goals, short-term goals? But goals you're actively working to. You set up objectives, right? I'm going to achieve this by this date by doing this versus, well, I fell asleep last night. I had this dream. I woke up and nothing happened. Correct. I think maybe what we're getting to today is it's great to have dreams, but if you want to have a change in your life and have those positive outcomes, you can't daydream all day and hope something happens. Why not? When I was little, I did that all the time. I was going to be a sports announcer. I just dreamt about being a sports announcer. You know, you had Howard Cosell on there, and they were in their nice little yellow coats and the logo and the tie and their white shirts and dandy Don Meredith. A lot of people won't know these people. You know, it's just very funny. And we had three channels on the TV. You just had this dream, and wow, that would be neat to have that. Did I ever have a plan to get there? Intermittently, I had a couple goals to ever follow through with them. No. Because if you ask a kid what they want to be when they grow up, astronaut. Are they going home and doing science all day? No, they're out playing sports. So what they're working on isn't helping them achieve their dream. Your dream was a sportscaster, but in the morning you didn't wake up and go practice your radio voice. You went and ran. (laughs) (laughs) Your goals were to be better in a sport, not to be better at announcing the sport. People can say it's very rare that kids achieve the dreams that they talk about when they're kids because they're never working on what they need to work on to achieve those dreams. Well, their interests also change. But you brought up a very important point, and that is, as kids, especially really young kids, your mind is sort of already equipped to dream. Your mind is not equipped to set up goals and to reach those goals. That is something that needs to be taught often. And I don't think most parents are sitting around with their young kids going, okay, you want to be an astronaut. Here are the goals you need to go get to be there. 
Because as adults, sadly, we become more concrete in life. A lot of adults sort of forget about the ability to dream and reach those things. It'd be interesting. Now, you can go take this way too far, right, and push your kids. You're going to be in this sport, and you're going to do this every day, and you're not going to do everything else, so you're going to exclude everything. But it's a really interesting concept with a child. You want to be an astronaut. Well, Johnny, let's just look at a couple things that you might need to do. And here's where you would research that. And you know, with the Internet now, you can research anything, and you just see if they have any interest. And you don't kill the dream, but you help guide them on how they might reach that dream. Interesting what you said, because part of that's societal, right? Look at a lot of other societies, and they have a much higher percentage, maybe, of kids who are becoming doctors and lawyers. And, well, was that your dream? No, my parents decided that was my dream. Parents can have a large effect on how their kids achieve goals, whether or not it's the kid's goal or the parent's goal is a <laughs> maybe a different conversation. But helping people understand what they need to do to get to the end point is important, no matter if you're doing it for yourself or someone else is doing it for you. Identifying the steps to get there is necessary. Right. One th- thing I hear a lot about nowadays is And I think it's been different in generations, but the latest one is new math. Because a lot of parents heartburn because there's a new way. I'm not sure I'm right on this. You can probably correct me, but it's more about looking at tens and taking off from 10 as you try to solve problems. I was never taught that way. And then there's people who figure out a lot of things in their head and do a lot of things shorthand. I remember you in a specific type of math class where the teacher wanted you to show every step of the way. And we've talked about this in other episodes about being stubborn. You were quite stubborn about that. You did not see a reason why you had to show all these different steps when you could do a lot of in your head and do it in a, a different format. Partially, it's fewer things I put down on paper, the fewer things can be wrong. If I get to the end answer, partially what the teachers were saying is, but it's important that you have the steps correct. And I probably wasn't going to do all the steps correct. So instead of putting down the wrong steps or forgetting the steps, I said, well, I'll exclude them. So then they can't tell me I was wrong. They can just tell me I didn't do it correct their way. And in my mind, well, if I got to the goal my way, who cares if I did it their way? And in my mind, I was going, I thought you were pretty good at math and you still are. And why would I want to kill the desire to solve things in a certain way, even if it's different? So whether you stayed in that class or not, did not seem like a big issue to me in the long-term range of things. It's so often that people bring up ideas to friends, mentors, other folks, and they are just shot down pretty quickly. Why are you even thinking about doing that? Oh my gosh, that is like a marked change in your life. Why would you throw everything away that you've done? And I believe on the person's part who might be looking at doing something different and going big somewhere. That's important to keep financial stability, some of the relationships. If you're really determined to make something happen, maybe you're working on them part-time, building up the skill and working on goals towards that dream. To kill the dream machine, the society is very good about doing that, right? Killing everybody's dream machine and becoming more in line with everybody else. Overall, the majority of folks do not like people who are outside the norm. Killing the dream. Is it beneficial to have a dream that you're unwilling to work at? If I'm the person who says, one day I'm going to own a business, take any steps to own that business. 
but I complain about not owning a business all the time. My dream starts causing more negatives for me because I'm not getting it, but I'm not doing anything about it. Is that healthy? That is not healthy. You added something to it. So when you first said that, I was thinking, is it unhealthy to have dreams that you don't work at? It might be very healthy because it puts your brain in a positive mindset and you're able to hold on to something, but you're still continuing with the rest of your life. But you're just holding on to the thought that someday I might do this. Now you added a layer to it and you said, but it's going to impact my life negatively every day because I'm going to complain that I don't have it. That is not healthy. There's a difference between having a dream that you're recognizing that you're not ready to start yet versus having a dream that you expect to happen, but you're unwilling to do anything about. And it's important to recognize which one of those you're doing and how maybe you need to adjust your your thought process so that you don't have the the negative outcomes from having dreams that don't come true. Somehow I feel like I'm in therapy right now. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I do believe that's important. And this, we talked about why would you go into counseling, therapy, see somebody. That's a very important point that on your own sometimes you're not able to distinguish. You don't really realize that you're annoying other people because you keep bringing up something that, oh, if I just would have opened the restaurant last year, we'd be doing so much better. And every year you're saying that, every month you're saying that, your spouse is probably going, oh my gosh, here they go again. So versus I've been taking steps and oh, I'm just excited. I'm excited about taking the steps because that step means I might be getting there. Having a long-term goal that you're consistently making progress towards gives your brain a positive focus that helps it ignore some of the the day-to-day fluctuations versus purely living in the moment and riding the roller coaster of is, was today good or bad and having no litmus test of, but did it really have a negative impact on where I'm going long-term? Yes, I think it's good to have some long-term focus because it protects you in the short term. One thing that comes to my mind when we talk about the long-term view is when I was learning to drive, they, they told me this story of how do you learn to drive on ice, right? And they were trying to figure this out, and they took a bunch of semi-truck drivers who are supposed to know what they're doing on ice because they're pulling these huge loads that would go really poorly if they spun out, right? And they took them to a frozen lake and said, cross the lake. Every single one of them spun out on the lake. And they said, well, just look across the lake. And they had a little sign, and it said, point here. Just keep your front end pointed here. And once they did that, every single one got across without issue because they stopped overcorrecting. They weren't reacting to what was happening in the next five feet. They were steering themselves towards a long-term objective. And that's kind of what we're talking about, right, is you need to be able to make short-term adjustments, but keep them in line with where you're going long-term versus oh, this happened, so I have to make a major adjustment to counteract how I'm feeling or counteract that situation in the short term and not really thinking about, but is it having an impact on the long term? So I think this is a great spot to end because this podcast is called The Mental Health Commute, and we do not want you to take exits off our commute. We want you to stay on our interstate and listen, download, subscribe. There's many exits and options open to you in life. But if you have a long-term goal and vision, look at where you're headed down the road, keep your eye on the marker, and head towards that. Thank you very much for joining us, and we'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye.